Welcome everyone to the Special Education Inner Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Witcher, and we're going to jump into a topic that is going to hit hard for some special needs parents and special education teachers. If you sit at an IEP table, you are welcome here because we talk about the things that, quite honestly, nobody's talking about. So today we're going to jump into that kind of concerning topic of what it feels like to be in special education um, as an IEP team member sitting at the table, but also those moments behind the scenes that we are struggling with. And so many times, whether you are a special needs parent or a special education teacher, maybe you're an occupational therapist, speech therapist, admin, BCBA, whatever your role is, you're feeling like you have to do special education by yourself, that nobody else gets it. Have you felt that way? Do you hear yourself saying that sometimes where you just know in your gut that nobody gets it the way that you get it? It's time to let go of that because that pressure that you're putting on yourself to figure it all out is what is bringing down the possibilities that could be happening if you were collaborating. So there's this notion that when you become a special education teacher and and you go to school, remember guys, I used to be a special education teacher. So you go to school and and you get your degree. And I got two degrees. I get my bachelor's degree. I got my master's degree. I get five different teaching certificates and I'm put in the classroom and oh my goodness, what I thought I knew, I didn't know very well. And I'm a special needs sibling. So that means that I had a whole different layer of expertise Uh, My brother has Down syndrome, so I grew up in the special needs community. So I I understood a lot from the parent side, and I was brand new to this teacher side, and I felt like I was expected to know it all. So here are some, there's three things, right? There's three things that we can do to really take off the pressure of doing special education alone and jump into a whole different level. People ask me all the time, why am I so excited about special education? After 20 plus years of writing IEPs, how could I have so much passion, enthusiasm, creativity? It's because I'm not doing it alone. In fact, I built an entire community. If you haven't heard of Master IEP Coaches, you're going to want to jump over to masteriepcoach.com and just see what's happening inside of the Master IEP Coach community. And maybe it's going to be the right community for you. But let's start with where you're at right now. Every one of you listening, whether you're a parent, a teacher, a therapist, an admin, you have expertise. And it's time for you to own that and lean into that. I'm going to tell you right now that that when you connect with people who have that same level of um, expertise and more expertise than you in an area that you love, you will start to spark that joy that you've been looking for. You're going to find that energy that has been missing. So, for example, I've got master IEP coaches that love technology. And they surround themselves with other parents, teachers, and therapists who are all about technology. They get to be nerds together, all about technology and how to help use tech to move a child forward in their IEPs. Me, I love IEP goals. 
I know some of you guys are like, no way. I couldn't spend all day writing IEP goals, coming up with different IEP goal ideas. I love it. So I surround myself with people who are on the same page with me and have different um, experiences that we can share and collaborate on how to make IEP goals better. So every child can be prepared for further education, employment, independent living. I have master IEP coaches who are so passionate about parent input statements. That's something that I love to teach, but now that I, I don't work with clients one-on-one, -on -one, I'm not helping parents develop them one-on-one, -on -one, but I've got master IP coaches that love it. They're collaborating with each other and they're collaborating with parents and they're helping create these vision statements that create a whole new future for our special needs community. So there's different areas of special education. Maybe it's behavior plans. Maybe it's data. And again, I'm naming off some of these things and you're thinking, no way is somebody interested in that. But some of you are hearing some of these topics going, yeah, I love when that piece of special education comes together. You have to find your niche in special education, that level of, of expertise and find the people who can dig in with you because that will help you grow your skills. But then there's a second thing you have to do. You're not supposed to be good at everything. So when you have to ask for help, be humble and not humiliated. I'm going to say that again. Be humble and not humiliated. I will tell you, I felt embarrassed as a teacher to have to go ask for help because I thought I was supposed to know it all. Now that I'm, you know, two decades into this, it's obvious that I'm not supposed to know it all. Parents, you feel like you're supposed to know what's happening at the IEP table because it's your child. But you know what? You haven't gone to school for this, most of you. Okay, so it's all right that you don't know everything. Do not feel embarrassed. Do not feel humiliated. It's okay. Don't ask questions with anger. Be humble because that's what happens a lot. A lot of times when we don't know something in special education, we come to the table with anger. We have this defense up. We put this boundary up. It says, you know, that, that you don't want to look dumb. Well, you're not. Just be humble. I don't know what that term means. I don't know what that acronym means. I don't know what that therapy would do. I don't know what that curriculum would do. You have to talk about it. Be humble. Go with an open mind and know that you're supposed to ask because that's our third thing. Parents and teachers, if you would open up the communication. Now, remember, I've been working with both sides of the table. You know, I don't like that term sides of the table, but it's how most people who sit at an IEP table feel, right? If you were to actually talk with each other at a coffee shop with your boundaries kind of down, with your barriers down, and, and you just had an honest conversation, none of you expect the other person to know everything, but you feel like you have to present this all-knowing mindset so you can be a valuable member of the IEP team. It's time to let that go. There is nothing more powerful than honesty 
when it comes to building trust within an IEP team. And when an IEP team can trust each other, when they know that they can admit their faults, they can admit what they don't know, they can stop trying to do it all on their own. They can let go of that worry of if you're doing it right, because now you're going to have people around you that do it better than you or know more than you in a certain area or can cheer you on in your area of expertise. The person who benefits the most is the child. You know, I, for those of you that are listening in on the podcast, you can't see this, but I, I'm live on Facebook and Instagram right now. I've got a special education teacher who has been there and done that. She's also a master IP coach and she's just <laughs> messaging. Yes, yes, yes. For all of this. See, she's in the trenches as a teacher. She's also working with parents. She's hearing the same thing, but we don't talk about it out in the open. Teachers might talk to teachers about this sometimes, and parents talk to parents about this sometimes, but we need to talk about it more and we need to talk about it together. There was a, a parent who came to me when I was a teacher and said, I don't expect my child to have a good day every day. I don't expect everything to go right all the time, but I do expect you to tell me when things are going wrong. That was freedom for me as a teacher to let go of perfection when working with this child, knowing that I could try new things, that not every day had to be perfect, that I didn't have to worry about the parent coming at me in an angry tone because maybe there were a couple of bad days in a row because things weren't working out quite right. So, what do you need to do to really start to build the collaboration and the connection that you need so you can be the best person that you can be on the IEP team? Who do you need to connect with? Who do you need to surround yourself with? You know, it says that that we become like the five people that we hang around with most. Well, let's think about that in our special needs community. There's a whole lot of complaining. There's a whole lot of ego. There's a whole lot of guard up. Uh, there's a whole lot of negativity that just happens in our special education community, both on the parent side and on the professional side. But I can guarantee you, the positive people are there. The people that you need that will fuel you to become great at your role on the IEP team exist. If you need to find those people, I'm going to encourage you to go to special education, specialedinnercircle.com. I'll make sure that the link is there in the show notes, but specialedinnercircle.com. That's where parents and teachers are doing exactly what we're talking about. If you can find these people in person, even better. But I want you to remember these things. One, you have expertise that you need to lean into and find the people who find the same joy in that area so you can grow your expertise. I want you to be humble and not humiliated. Go ask for help and start that conversation between parents and teachers about how it's okay not to know it all, but you can't fake it. You can't pretend to know it all and then do a disservice for the child. You need to lean in, get that information that you need so you can build that IEP that prepares a child for further education, employment, and independent living. And remember, if you can't find those people, 
I've got people for you that are waiting inside the specialedinnercircle.com because you should not be doing special education alone. That's how we have too many tears, too much stress, too much burnout, too much turnover, too many disappointments when we try to do it alone. So decide that you're done today trying to do special ed alone and find the people that you need so special education becomes more of a joyful experience than a heavy weight. All right, guys, I'll see you next time.